Today, we talk about how to change culture and we talk Vince Carter. Hi, and welcome to episode 70 of the Just Cause Audio, where we take a metaphor from a trending event, movie, or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all round better people. Why? Just cause. So we all, I, I'm just going to make a massive assumption, and it's, and it's only as an assumption from, from viewing the conversations I have, the conversation I have on social media, the conversations I have one-on-one with people, a lot of the desires of people on social media or, or who, people who want to become entrepreneurs or people who want to become professional speakers, most of us want to be an entrepreneur or a communicator because we want to change culture. We want to influence someone or something. And so I'm just going to make a blanket assumption that you're listening to this audio because you have a desire to change culture, whether it be change the culture of of society in general, or whether it be uh, change culture within your workplace, or whether it be changing culture within uh, an industry, or maybe it may be just changing the culture within your family. Whatever it, whatever it is, these principles ring true. And so we're going to be chatting about some of the some of the greatest ways for us to incite change of culture. Now, there are thousands upon thousands of different strategies and and ways in which we can execute it. This is an overarching principle that I saw when I was watching. So I was watching a documentary the other day of Vince Carter. It, it, the documentary is on Netflix and it's called The Carter Effect. And the, the whole Carter effect of what they're talking about is the fact that Vince Carter, you, you, he's an NBA player, if, you, if you're not aware. He's one of the most exciting NBA players um, of the modern era. And he first started his NBA career in Toronto. Now, most of you will know nowadays that Toronto is the Toronto Raptors. And most people know that the Raptors are... Um, uh, you know, like a, a Toronto's NBA team. Now, without giving going too much into NBA, etc., but just letting you know, Toronto, if you don't know much about it, was not a basketball town. What are they like in Toronto? Ice hockey. That's right. It's all about ice hockey in Toronto, and the culture in the in the city in the town was all about ice hockey. And so when Toronto Raptors first launched, a lot of the viewpoints from from the from the the Torontonians, I suppose you would call it or the 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 locals in Toronto was that NBA is a girls game. And I I don't mean that as in it's only for girls. I, what I mean is is they they said it was a bit of a pansy game and and they say that that it was People who play basketball are soft because it just didn't have the high contact. It just didn't have the the fights. It didn't have the, uh, I suppose, the excitement and the the physical, you know, roughness of ice hockey. And so they had this this different viewpoint of what NBA was. And so it was really hard for the Toronto Raptors to really break into the culture 
of Toronto because they were fighting against a whole culture. It wasn't necessarily they were just trying to promote something new. They were literally introducing a new culture. And this this culture was our ice hockey culture. So they actually say, and this is the this is the reason for the documentary, they say that Vince Carter was the reason why Toronto became an NBA or a basketball culture town as well. It's not like they stopped liking hockey. They liked hockey as well, but they they started to get to enjoy and fall in love with uh, basketball as well. And they say that Vince Carter was one of the key uh, influences to make that happen. And through this documentary, they actually spoke about that Vince Carter made it uh, uh, you know, more attractive because he was a slam dunk champion, right? So, so if you watch the way that Vince Carter plays, he's he won he won a number of uh, slam dunk competitions, and uh, he he was one of the best slam dunkers and most creative. He introduced a lot of new styles of slam dunks, and and obviously slam dunks nowadays have become even more creative. But he was he was a real catalyst to creating some really exciting new ways to slam dunk. Now. He didn't just leave that for a slam dunk competition. He also did those same dunks in games. And so he made the game so exciting that it wasn't just shooting and there wasn't just a dunk every now and then. He made even the dunks exciting. And so he turned this game from what, you know, the you know, ice hockey fans would say to, was boring into something that was really exciting, really new, really, really attractive. And it attracted so many people that they that they used to have um, people lining up in the street just to watch the, in the cold to watch the game on a big screen because they couldn't get into the stadium, but they wanted to support their team. So he was crucial. This Carter effect was crucial to changing the culture in Toronto from a, only an ice hockey culture to an ice hockey and a basketball culture. So I, I just looking at this just felt in my heart that this was such a good strategy, such a good way of being able to change culture, such a good strategy of of it was it was done like a gentleman, I suppose you could say. It was done ethically. And you know me, you know I love to do business ethically. And, and so for me, it, was, it really spoke to me in, in fact that, hey, I want to change culture. That's actually a really good principle for me to take on. And this is probably a really good principle for you as well. So what is the culture that you're wanting to change? You know, I want you to just focus on, on that culture right now. For me, there's a couple of things, and I mentioned this already, is, is just doing business ethically. And that that flows down through everything that I do. But also another, I'm just going to talk specifically about a particular culture as, as an example, is uh, social media, right? Like, like I, I, I'm really... I really don't like the current culture of social media. And when I say social media, let's let's talk, you know, uh, the the uh, Instagram and Facebook and, and things like that. Or, or let's let's just focus on Instagram. I don't like the fact that uh, that that it is overcrowded with just generic quotes. That pages are are, are dumping out 
quote after quote after quote that are just pretty much copy paste from somewhere else. There's no authenticity to it. There's no adding value. There's no um, showing their unique skills. They're just copy and pasting something and then just sending it out. Now, unfortunately, those pages get followers. Unfortunately, those quotes get likes. But these motivational quotes are like, I've spoken about it before, that they're like drugs, right? Motivation is like a drug. That people will come for their fix of motivation and then it has no benefit because they have to keep coming back. If they're looking externally for motivation, then then they're, then they're, all they're doing is using it like a drug, right? Rather than looking from within, rather than be able to draw from their heart, from inside of them, their own motivation. And so that's why I don't like these motivational quotes. One, because they're just generic. Two, it doesn't actually show anyone's unique skills. And three, it doesn't actually really add value. It adds as much value as crack cocaine, right? Um, and, and so like, I want to change that culture. But it, the unfortunate thing is with that culture is it's either Instagram with uh, you know, motivational quotes or a post with someone with boob, you know, her boobs out or her butt out um, or, uh, you know, supercars. Now, looking at those, they get lots of followers. They get lots of likes. And, and obviously, that's what people are chasing. So, more people are replicating it. And so, it's part of my heart to really change the culture within that platform for people to start displaying their own skills sharing their own knowledge, sharing their own experience, not just copy and pasting someone else's. Now, at first, I know it's, it doesn't get as many likes. It doesn't get as many follows. And so I can see why it's not attractive for people to do that. So it's part of my mission not to... Now, here's the thing. Vince Carter did not go and attack hockey. He didn't go and slander hockey. He didn't go and badmouth hockey. He didn't go and try to try to ruin hockey for people for the people of Toronto. He just focused on making basketball more exciting so it would attract people. So for me, I I must admit I've I have I have been in a position where I've spoken down to that culture on on social media. But I understand why they do it. So after watching this, I've now realized, hang on a second, I'm not going to talk down to that anymore. I'm just not going to do it. But I never have. But what I'm going what I'm doing now is focus on the fact that I want to I want to do so well with my social media. I want people I want to increase followers. I want to increase likes. I want to increase comments and it to explode from genuine, authentic original content that displays my skills and then adds value and that get the results because obviously people are on Instagram they're wanting followers they're wanting likes and they're wanting comments that's what they want and so if boobs and butts or generic inspirational quotes are getting it they're obviously going to do it because that's what's attractive to them so it's my mission, instead of going and slandering that other culture, instead of trying to talk down that culture, my aim is to make my way 
and it's not even just my way you know there are a lot of lot of influences that are that are really doing this well you know obviously i i speak a lot about gary vanachuk or gary v you know, he he does this he creates all his own content it's all his own um, it's it, it's his own skill being displayed in something that is original and that adds value. And so the aim is to hopefully get so much influence, to hopefully be, be getting lots of likes, lots of followers, lots of comments, so that my style, and when I, when I say my style, once again, it's not I'm not the one that owns it. I'm just saying the style that I use become so attractive to other people that they want to start doing the same and then they move on from using the boobs and butts and the the generic quotes and the and the supercars because they are more attracted because I'm making it more exciting because my version of or that my style in which I post of which I create content in which I do things becomes more attractive to them that they're more attracted to the fact that well, here's the thing. The difference between mine and, let's say, a generic uh, motivational quote is the fact that the generic motivational quote is promoting the person that made the quote originally. My content promotes me and my knowledge. And so, hopefully, eventually, it would be more attractive for people for to do my style because they realize yeah i don't want to i don't want to just build a page i want to build my profile and so that's something that will then be attractive to that situation so like vince carter we need to aim to create the new culture or make the new culture as exciting and attractive as possible not necessarily talking down the old culture but making the new culture so much more positive and attractive and exciting, giving people what they want. Now, I, I'm not saying that that every culture change needs to be changed like this because there are there are people out there that it's part of their purpose, it's part of their calling to to change particular culture and go and speak against really bad culture and really bad behaviors. Like I I, I do agree that there are some instances to do that. But just in reference to this metaphor, Vince Carter changed the culture of Toronto to from a, a from no you know from only an ice hockey culture to an ice hockey and an NBA culture, and he did it all positively. And I'm sure each and every one of you want to do things positively, want to make the culture change positively. So, what's the culture change that you want to make? What is the thing that you're wanting to change within your industry, within your family, within your society, within your your community? What is that culture that you're wanting to change? Maybe a way to look at this is not looking at how we can you know, be negative towards the bad culture or the, the past culture, but we look at the new culture and find what's attractive. So, what is the culture that you want to change? What is the new culture you want to implement? How can you make that new culture attractive to the to the audience, to to the community that are attracted to that other culture? Because they're attracted to the other culture, not particularly because of the culture, but because of what the culture gives. Like, for example, the Instagram example. 
people are not necessarily attracted to motivational quotes. They're attracted or they're, they're not attracted to them posting motivational quotes. They're attracted to the likes and the followers that they get from posting those uh, motivational quotes. If they didn't get likes, if they didn't get follows from it, then I'm sure they'll stop it. So what's that culture change? What is it that that attracts those people to that culture? You know, to go to an extreme, you're looking at gang culture. And I know there's a lot of people that try to try to uh, influence and change gang culture. Now, I'm, I'm no gang culture expert, but I've, I've watched some, I'm, I'm as much of an expert that I've watched some documentaries. But I understand that being a part of a gang is about that feeling of belonging, about a sense of excitement, about variety. But it, like, um, there's there's all these different core values that are that are uh, derived from being a part of a gang. But if we could provide someone with all of those benefits outside of a gang, I'm sure they'll be just as attracted to that new culture. But it's about why are they actually doing that culture? It's not because of the culture. It's what they get from the culture. So there was a um, one of my followers, Neon Skylex. Uh, he uh, he commented on on this post, and he said that he has real struggle trying to change the culture of people's viewpoint towards. Um, UFC, MMA, so he's in into all the all, all that you know, uh, martial arts, etc. And he says it's really hard to get people to to change their culture about the about or their viewpoint. And everyone's against, or the people that he he's sort of trying to influence are against MMA and UFC because all that they see is it being violent. And I think this is a perfect example because. This is this emphasizes that it's not necessarily about trying to change other people's perceptions. It's not about trying to change their opinions. It's about us trying to change the way we behave, the way we execute on on that particular activity so that it becomes attractive to people. Well, like in this example, okay, so people don't want to do don't like UFC because they see it as being violent. So Obviously, with like that thing with Conor McGregor a couple of months ago, with him throwing that 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 stuff at the bus and smashing the screens on the bus. Obviously, that's a viewpoint that that it's violent, that it's really that it, that it is violent and it's dangerous. And so, when there's that much, uh, you know, publicity around that sort of behaviour, obviously, that's people's viewpoints. So, what if you worked hard at trying to bring to light to publicize the good side of UFC and MMA you know the camaraderie the 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 family that's created from it the uh, the the influence the the what whatever benefit it is that comes from MMA you know the the confidence that each person has that normally wouldn't you know showcase those stories of people that when they first started out they were shy they were embarrassed they they um they couldn't you know they couldn't uh, they weren't confident but then then after doing UFC or MMA they they then became more confident and that made them better in their workplace and get got them a promotion or, or whatever it is and that's how we make that culture change attractive because it's not about changing people's perceptions going and trying to convince them it's different it's about us behaving differently and trying to shed light on 
the other side of the culture that we want to make attractive. So I hope that's really helpful to you in, in, the, in your plight, in your mission to change culture. I'm looking forward to seeing how you bring to light the positive, the exciting, the, the attractive side of the new culture change that you're trying to shift. I'm looking forward to seeing you, you change, change culture by making it more attractive, more exciting, just like Vince Carter made NBA so exciting for Torontonians that they became an NBA culture. Thank you for listening to this Just Cause Audio. Join us on the next Just Cause Audio where we take another metaphor from a trending event, movie, or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just Cause. Just Cause.